Hi, everyone, and welcome to the American Constitutionalist. I'm Jeff Tokar, your host, and with me is Cliff DeCamp. The American Constitutionalist's main purpose is to defend and champion a return to the original intent and meaning of the United States Constitution. In addition, we at the American Constitutionalist are not afraid to mix politics and religion because we believe in America, they're inseparable. America was built as a Judeo-Christian nation, and history proves it. Yet, even though we were built on the Christian principles of the Bible as a Judeo-Christian nation, our founding fathers and framers of our Constitution still left you with the freedom of choice in religion. Thanks for joining us here each week on the podcast as we are talking about America and her freedom and the jeopardy that it may be in according to the things that are happening in our nation and in our government right now. And Cliff, before we get into the meat of the podcast, some of the things we're going to talk about, I want to go over current events because we try to do that each week and comment on those. And one of the big things, of course, is the Trump case. And we don't want to keep talking about Trump, but uh, in the New York case, they uh, cited him uh, a fine of $350 million. And they say that can end up being $450 million. And we know that that case is going to go into appeal and they'll ask for a stay. And, and all this mainly is stuff that's been brought up that hasn't been brought up before in the courts. And they're just trying to um, destroy Donald Trump. We see that at every turn. So I just wanted to take a moment to talk about that and how that the government has been weaponized at all levels in trying to attack anyone that's opposed to the radical left-wing liberals in this country. Yeah, in fact, um, so, it, you know, technically he would has, have to post a bond of $455 million in order to appeal, which is ridiculous, or he would have to actually put into an escrow account $455 million. And naturally, uh, while he is a billionaire, there is no way that he has that kind of liquid funds out there. So he would have to uh, you know, clearly sell some assets in order for him to be able to come up with that money. And then he has a short period of time, window of time, which is 30 days. You have 30 days to appeal. Um, but this is, uh, this is an interesting case because um, you know, it's a quote unquote civil fraud case. And the people that were defrauded have all come in and said they weren't defrauded. So they, they felt and, and they got repaid 100%. They weren't out of any money, nothing. So no one has suffered any monetary damage at all. And, uh, you know, consequently, this is just a, a ridiculous case. Um, and at some level, it's going to be overturned on appeal. The question becomes, you know, can, you know, what's he going to have to do in order to be able to appeal this, this decision? So even if he were to, you know, get a bond, go out and buy a bond, et cetera, it's probably going to cost them, you know, $50 million to post a bond for a $45 million judgment. Um, and ultimately, uh, if it makes its way up to the United States Supreme Court, and even possibly at some lower level, it's going to be overturned um, right. because, because it's absolutely ridiculous. And, um, you know, it's all based upon the valuations of real estate and valuations of real estate are very subjective. Uh, very hard to say exactly, you know, what a piece of property is worth until you're involved in an arm's length transaction where you're selling it from one party to another and they're paying a price for it. And that's that's actually the best valuation you can have is an arm's length transaction between people who are unrelated and with neither under the, the by the way, that's the other part of the definition of fair market value. That's like, um, 
that the party that is uh, selling is not compelled to sell and the buyer is not compelled to buy, meaning they're under right. no pressure to do that one way or the other. That's where you yeah. get a fair market valuation. Um, he's going to be in a situation where he's not going to be able to sell real estate uh, except at a fire sale if he were to do that. Um, and so he's going to have to end up posting a bond. And how he gets the financial wherewithal to do that is anyone's guess. Hopefully, there's some people that help him uh, and stop giving him some money to be able to do that. I think, too, you know, you look at this, all these courts they have him in, it's not a jury. It's a liberal Democrat hack judge that sits on the bench. And you know it's not going to be a fair trial. It's in cities where he's not going to have a fair trial. And I think the epitome of this would be hilarious. You just mentioned about people helping him out if they had a... I don't know if you can do this on GoFundMe, that amount of money, but they had some kind of page where millions of Americans support him and put that money in. I think the Democrats in Washington would choke knowing that the politicians, the corrupt Democrat politicians in New York are causing this, and it just shows the rally behind Trump. That would be great. But the thing I want to get to in all this is just telling everybody about what's going on, but also that there are so many things in the Constitution in these court cases that are under attack now, like the 14th Amendment and other amendments that we really need to pay attention to, and the Supreme Court's going to have to make a ruling, like on the Colorado case, whether they can put him on the ballot or take him off the ballot in the state of Colorado. So we believe in going back to the original intent and meaning of the United States Constitution as the umbrella law over this land, and right now a lot of those things are under attack. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's interesting because, you know, the policy of the Justice Department prior to the Biden administration and maybe even prior to the Obama administration was always that when it came to like elections, you that, that people were accused of something uh, such as a crime and presidential candidates included that, you know, let's let the voters decide who they want. You know, we're not going to try to keep people off the ballot. Um, if they've committed criminal uh, acts, then we'll charge them with those and we'll pursue them. But we're not going to try to take people off the ballot because, um, you know, putting someone on the ballot is the ultimate, this, you know, it's the ultimate democracy, if you think about it. Um, yes. You know, they, they want to always say that we're a democracy. Well, then let it be a democracy. Let the voters decide uh, right. who, who wins the election. So why are you trying to take them off the ballot? Just let the voters decide. Because you believe in democracy, which obviously Democrats don't. They don't believe in democracy. They believe in power, and they try to use democracy or, or uh, talking about democracy as a way of uh, – as a cudgel against uh, their opponents. But they don't really believe in democracy. They want to game the system. They just want the power. Uh, but going back to this uh, uh, case in New York – in the state of New York, one of the things that is going to immediately have an impact in um, – you know, there are people that have come out. We're not going to say exactly who all they are, but some very public figures that have said, don't do business in New York. Don't set up businesses in New York. Don't buy real estate in New York. Stop doing business with anyone that's in New York, because if you're a conservative, you're at risk. You can't, uh, you know, if you have any business dealings in New York, they'll say that they can see you in New York and they're going to try to do that to, you know, outspoken conservatives. So, it's just best off to, to leave the, the state of New York, which would do what? I mean, that will do more damage. This show trial in, in, the, in New York City over 
fraud that doesn't exist is going to ultimately cost the state of New York tax revenues, population, jobs. That's what it. That's the the ultimate impact of it, and the whole purpose behind it is to try to keep Trump off the ballot, Trump from being president. So they're going to destroy their own state just to keep Trump from getting into the White House, which Burn tells the country you down to rule over the ashes. There it right, is, right there. Which tells you that they're not for the state of New York. They're for the power they can get and maintain by keeping the presidency of the United States. That's what their the whole goal is. And same thing holds true in Georgia with Fannie Lewis or Fannie Willis matter and um, you know her prosecution, that's also politically motivated. So is the Jack Smith case, the January 6th insurrection, uh, you know, first insurrection that's ever occurred in the history of the world where no guns were involved, uh, but it was an insurrection on January 6th and somehow Trump who's saying you know, go to the Capitol and make your voices heard, but do it peacefully and, and uh, you know, don't without violence that, you know, he, he was uh, inciting violence by, by making those statements. I mean, just completely the opposite of what he said. Yeah, the records was... case down in Mar-a-Lago or, you know, from Mar-a-Lago to the state of Florida, it's a joke. I mean, that's an absolute joke. Joe Biden's done the same thing. We just had you know, the special prosecutor come out and say Joe Biden willfully retained those documents. He had no authority to have them. And but we can't prosecute him because, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's he's, yeah, basically he's, he's old and his mind isn't there. Yeah. So, well, I look I was reading an article today about that New York case and where there's some financial institutions that are saying put on the brakes, hold it. We're not investing in anything because we don't want to be open to liability now. So. I've told you before how the Democrats are famous. The liberal left-wing radical Democrats are so thirsty for power, money, and control that they'll prostitute themselves, but they lay these landmines like they're doing now that a month, a year, five years down the road, they step on it and it blows themselves up. And that's what you're saying is going to happen in New York. They're just blowing themselves up and doing this, and it's going to cause other problems around the country. And then you talk about, you know, the media is so complicit in all this stuff and the social media and all those that censor truth instead of letting you know the truth and decide for yourself in a quote unquote democracy in which you believe. No, they want to control it. But the neat thing is I'm starting to see where um, a lot of even the local media, their ratings are going down. People aren't watching anymore. They're going to other sources and podcasts for their news and information. We hope that you encourage people to do that here on the American Constitutionalist because that's what we want to do is bring you truth and common sense. And I've said this before, um, back when we were in the elections, turn off the national media. Just tune them out. I haven't watched them in probably two years or more. I don't watch them at all. I don't watch the local news. I know where to go to find truth and common sense and sources that I trust until they prove to me that I can't trust them anymore. So I'm telling you now, as we're going into this election year, tune them out. Don't pay attention to them because they're going to give you bad, false information. And we need to start to watch what's going on. The Democrats, uh, Dan Bongino, I heard him as I was traveling this last Monday, had a great podcast talking about how they actually telegraphed what they were going to do in the last election. And they also telegraphed the excuse they're going to use. 
we need to start watching everything they're doing because they're going to try and steal the election in 2024. So pay attention. Don't believe everything you hear. You need to do research. You need to find the truth, and you're not going to find it in the national media. So you got to wake up. You got to pay attention. And one of the other things I want to segue to right now is what we talked about on the last podcast was this $95 billion that the, the Senate who produced this bill that really shouldn't produce a bill, sent it to Congress. And right now we have to applaud Mike Johnson. He needs to stand. He is willing to do what we said, to be a patriot that will stand against the tide and swim upstream. And I hope he does that. And I hope he does it for the right reasons and supports the right causes. If we support things overseas, it needs to be clarified what it is, what it's going to, and that there's no other attachments to it, no other pork or things to go to different districts in this nation so that somebody could be elected and buy votes. We have to pay attention. We have to secure our border. And that is one of the things that they're standing for and not passing these bills and this money. And part of the problem with it is, too, we're giving this money to all these other countries, but then you talk about Medicare and Social Security, and we need to be shoring up the financial things in this country that we've promised our senior citizens, our veterans, and our retirees. So one of the things you need to watch is what they're passing the money for. And Israel is important. Ukraine is important, too. And the reason Ukraine is important, I've said Zelensky, he's covering up stuff. So he's not clean. But the reason the Ukraine is important right now is, yes, we need to slow down Russia until we can get Trump or somebody in there and get this thing resolved. But if we let him march through Ukraine, he's not going to stop. And then they're going to run out of men to put on the front line. And where are they going to get them? They're going to draft kids in this nation to send them to war like they did in Vietnam and like they did in Korea. Political wars for the government where we didn't go in with a plan to end it and have victory. Any war we get into, any skirmish we get into, it needs to clarify that we, America, this exceptional great nation, will win. So don't mess with America. Don't tread on me. And we need to, to support Israel. With all these attacks that are going on uh, against our military that are backed by Iran, going on in the Suez Canal area where all the shipping goes on, a major uh, transport corridor for the world, we need to pay attention. We need to support Israel. Yes, we have compassion for both sides of the fence there in Gaza and Israel for the innocent lives that are lost because of this skirmish. But Israel did not start it. On October 7th, Hamas started it. Who is Hamas? Hamas are radical Islamists that want to bring back their Messiah. That's Iran. That's these Hamas groups, that's Hezbollah, they will do anything they can to destroy Israel so that they can usher in their Messiah. Now listen to me. They will die for this religious cause. They don't care if you threaten their life because if they die in this cause, it is an honor and they go on to paradise. So when you see people protesting in America for Palestine, who are they protesting for? Are they protesting for Hamas or for the suffrage of the innocent people that might be caught in this conflict? Now think about this. Religion is important. It's important in America. The precepts and principles this nation was found upon, that our Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, 
Was it perfect? No. But over time, we've been trying to correct those mistakes and make things right, like Martin Luther King and the civil rights and the injustices that were done to those who were brought here as slaves. And sometime I want to talk about slaves because, folks, it's horrendous that the things that these people were put through. And, and you can't discount that. But we can't go back and change it. But we can correct those things like we did through Martin Luther King and making this a free nation for everyone, a nation of opportunity. But why do I talk about Hamas? Because Hamas wants Israel wiped off the map. And who is the greatest supporter of Israel up until this point? I'm not sure where it's going to go with Biden. It's been the United States of America. And they look at America as a great Satan because of our support of Israel and because of our belief in a Christian, Judeo-Christian nation and Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That is against what they believe. That is what they will die for. That is why our borders are important. Because when they come into this country, China infiltrates with nationals, terrorists come into this country, they will make 9-11 look like a backyard circus to what they're going to do next if they have the opportunity. They want America destroyed because they want Israel destroyed. I can't tell you this enough. It is based on religious ideology. They will die for their Messiah and they will kill for their Messiah. Where Christians know that the Messiah that's coming is coming in love if you accept him, if you believe in him, and that we're to love our neighbor as ourselves. And it is a God who loves that all he requires is that you love him, you seek him, you serve him, you ask him into your heart as your savior. That's it. That's what it takes to be saved. But we're dealing with other religions that heap on all these other things and requirements for you to have to do to gain that seat in eternity. But ladies and gentlemen, we've got to wake up. We've got to pay attention. That's why our politicians that we elect are important. Those who we send to Washington to maintain the Constitution of the United States of America, to maintain justice, to maintain law, and not have these Mickey Mouse courts, not have this weaponized government that's used against politicians, and once they succeed, they will use it against you and I. So we need to wake up. Elections are important. Who we put in place is important. We need to pray for God to give us the right people to send to Washington to do the right things. And I hope Mike Johnson is one of those people. Pray for him. Pray for this country. And Cliff, we better get wise. I know we talk about religion on this podcast, and it is important in America. It is important in this world, whether you believe or not. Your faith is important because it is the foundation of your beliefs, which establish your values, and it's manifested in your character and actions. And the faith that's being propagated by some in Washington now is a false faith. They claim to be Christians, but they don't emulate Christ. They are atheists, and they are out to destroy America because America is a land of Christianity built on the principles and precepts of the Bible. So, Cliff, that is one of the things that I wanted to stress in this talk about freedom and about our Constitution and where we're going and how we better really get on board, tune out the media, Tune in who's running for election. Find out who is the right people that will support the law of this land. God doesn't need America or our law, but America needs God. And if we don't get our heart in the right spot, he will judge us and we will fall.
Yeah, uh, everything that uh, Jeff said is absolutely correct. Um, and we uh, we need to be careful in this next election and elect the appropriate people. Everyone, anyone who's listening to this podcast needs to vote. No exceptions. Yes. Um, and the, um, you know, you need to motivate a bunch of people that you know to vote. We can't have anyone who is Republican or uh, right-leaning or conservative not vote. They have to vote, and they have to vote uh, conservatives. They have to vote Republicans when they can't have when they don't have an extreme conservative. They absolutely cannot vote for a Democrat. You know, I was never in my lifetime one of these people who said you vote a straight ballot. You know, of one party or the other. Um, but we have to do that now. That's what has to be done in order to correct the direction in which the United States is going. Republicans aren't always perfect. There's no question about that, but they're certainly better than the other side. The other side largely are communists at this point in time, and we can't allow them to continue to have any power whatsoever in the country, and we have to get back to the Constitution. And you're only going to find that with Republicans or conservatives at this point. So uh, vote Republican, vote conservative, get out to vote in your elections just don't do as the democrats do vote early and vote often <laughs> don't do that and we've got to watch for that mail-in ballots was a way they really corrupted the last election and i hope our leaders aren't sleeping and they're paying attention because that's how they snookered us last time and they'll do it again and who knows what else they're scheming the democrat party today is not the democrat party of the past the republicans like cliff said they are not perfect but they are our only hope in returning to the Constitution and the conservative nature of the United States of America. They're not perfect. We don't have time to put another Tea Party up right now. We have to look at reality and deal with the cards that have been given to us right now. Whether you're a Christian or not, you have to look for those conservatives. We've got to find people in Washington like Mike Johnson. Again, if he'll do the right thing, find others to swim upstream with him and get this country back on the right footing or it's going to fall. One of the things I wanted to point out is that I recently read an article on the state of Pennsylvania and the upcoming 2024 election. And what they were talking about was that, you know, we had all these issues in Pennsylvania with mail-in ballots and all kinds of funny business. And uh, it, of course, Biden won Pennsylvania. Uh, by a very narrow margin over Trump, a federal court has just come out and said uh, because that you know they've they've taken it to court um, of some of the issues about mail-in ballots, et cetera. And a court, federal court, has ruled in Pennsylvania that there has to be no matching of signatures. You can get away with not having the the signature matched on a uh, you know an absentee or mail-in ballot with the actual signatures on records with the uh, you know when they registered to vote. Don't have to have that. They don't have to have a date on the mail-in ballot. You know, it doesn't matter when they, uh, and, and they can have up to, I think it's like a week after the election to, to receive those ballots. So it's like the, the election can be over. You could already know who has won allegedly, and you can still send in a mail-in ballot and have it count. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That is that is just a uh, making Pennsylvania ripe for fraud. If that continues to stand until the election this year uh, in November, um, Pennsylvania is lost to the Republicans because 
they won't win anything under those circumstances. The mail-in ballots will be fraudulent and they will be accepted. And it, it will be as if Pennsylvania didn't vote. The people of Pennsylvania didn't even vote in that election because the results are not going to be the results of the population, of the voting population. It's going to be what the Democrats want it to be. Um, and then at that point in time, it's like, why bother to vote if you're, uh, you know, a Republican or you're uh, anyone for that matter? You already know what the outcome is going to be because they're going to essentially stuff the ballot box and they're going to have a legal right to do it. Um, and no one be be able to stop them. Hopefully yeah. that doesn't stand. And hopefully uh, the Court of Appeals above them comes in and says, nope, that is not going to stand. We are going to, uh, you know, you, you have to we got to cross check the signatures. We got to You have to have it mailed in. Uh, it's got to be postmarked by the date and it has to be signed and it has to be dated and uh, et cetera. So we'll see what happens with that. But and that's where we need state legislators to step up, not just the federal government. They've got to step up and secure their states in voting. Well, they already have. See, the state of Pennsylvania has laws. No, I'm in not place talking just they... Pennsylvania. I'm talking about nationwide. Yeah. Well, it, unfortunately, in Pennsylvania, the legislature has ruled. They have ruled that. You have to have signatures that are verified. You have to have the date on it, all of those things. And then the federal court came in and said, oh, no, no, you don't have to have that. Yeah, there you go. So that's, that needs to be overturned. Corruption. Yeah, yep. upstream corruption. And, I mean, you look at you and I stood shoulder to shoulder at a press conference where we could literally reach out and touch a president when he was running for the presidency. That was Jimmy Carter. Mm -hmm. And even Jimmy Carter has said, you can look it up. The New York Times has even said this, that mail-in ballots, big time potential for corruption and fraud. Yep. We got to shut it down and we need all levels, federal and state to get on, get on board now and stop it before we get to November. Now's the time, not October, now. So uh, we need to do what Dr. Frank has said. I've, we've talked about him before and Dr. Frank has said we have to vote Amish. And what he means by that is you have to have a paper ballot that you sign on the day, on one day, election day, in person and with proper identification. Exactly. If you had all of those things, very simple process, you really cut out a lot of the fraud. Yeah. And we better wake up. We can't stress it enough. And we need your help because each week on this journey and the great experiment, American freedom, we need you to get people to listen and subscribe to this podcast every week and ask them to do the same. Doesn't cost a thing. We're not here to make money. I know Cliff feels like me. The first thing in my life, I am so passionate about God. You probably can't tell when I talk. And then I'm passionate about America because God has blessed this country from sea to shining sea. Literally has blessed us. This nation was a city on the hill, a light for the world that provides for the world food, clothing, medical supplies. We are there in disasters. And that's because God has blessed us and given us the ability to do that. But we're going to lose it if we don't get the right people in office. So share this podcast with as many constitutional, conservative, God-fearing Americans as you can. And then as I said before, pray for America. Pray that God will rise up leaders that will stand in the gap for this great nation. We need you to stand with us at the American Constitutionalist, spreading the word of truth as we strive to continue to be one nation under God, indivisible with liberty, justice, and freedom for all.
For Cliff DeCamp, this is Jeff Tokar reminding you that we at the American Constitutionalist still support and believe in God, America, and freedom.